<laughs> we got Black Mermaid, y'all. Just a simple warning. This isn't a podcast. I'm sitting around in front of a computer and a microphone with headphones and listening to myself, talk to myself. Maybe you'll agree with some of my thoughts, maybe you won't. But if I get you thinking about something new and different, that's all that matters. Let's get the show on. People of the universe, you're tuning into the It's Not a Podcast podcast. It is I, Philip the Junior, joined here by my man, Black Seas. Say hello. Hello. It is I. It is he. It is him. How you doing, big dog? I'm good, man. That's Been wonderful. a hot minute. Been a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. Listen, before we get into the shenanigans. Oh, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. But it also, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, and that's what I was just thinking when I said no. I, I had forgot all about the the uh, session with the with the boys. Yeah, man. Uh, hope y'all listen. Hope y'all enjoyed that. That was a fun podcast. Actually being able to sit down and see the guys while we were recording. Um that was a very different experience, and I enjoyed it. So listen, before we get into the topics, one of the topics I wanted to ask about um, probably would have gotten buried if we got rolling. So I just want to ask, what was your worst breakup? Worst breakup? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really... Uh... Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <clears throat> what does worse constitute as? You know what I'm saying? I guess, I guess I'd have to know what the parameters. Are. I, I guess it's. I mean, it's subjective is based on. Yeah, you could say the hardest. I can't really say I had a. I, I can't really breakup. say I've had a, a rough breakup per se. Um. So you're able to end your relationships on a good on good terms, so to speak. Um. Yeah, I would say so. Like, um, it's I haven't. Uh, there's no one. There's no one that um, I wish death upon. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, or long a long term illness. So shoot, I, I I see that as a win based on some of the breakups I've seen. <clears throat> oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, because I was thinking about this the other day myself. I'm like, you know, I've had some rough breakups at the time that we broke up as far as like I took it hard. Uh, but nothing that was like straight up messy. Um, you know, uh, my quote unquote high school sweetheart. I don't even remember how or why we broke up. Um, trust Trust circle amongst the listeners. And the Russian bots out there. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I I did cheat on her, but she also stayed with me after the fact. And 
then <laughs> time out, time out. Right. Remember what, when we what went time on frame cruise? is this? Remember when we went on a cruise? Ah, yes, 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 yes. <clears throat> okay, time frame. Yeah, right. I got it. I got it. I'm tracking. So, yes. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we stayed together for about five months after that, and then it just kind of went downhill. And then the next person that I started dating in the spring, we were cool. And then when I went off to Grambling, you know, we stayed, we kept in contact, came back home, Christmas break. You know, some conversations were had. We stayed together in title, not in the actions. Came home for spring break and we kicked it off spring break. Then after that, we pretty much just stopped talking to each other. Six months later, I find out she's getting married to a dude from high school that wanted to fight me. So that was awkward. Hmm. Interesting, to say the least. Yeah, but yeah, nothing, nothing bad. Even, even in college, you know what I'm saying? With the, my, I guess my quote unquote college sweetheart, if you have one of those likenings to high school, um, when we broke up, it was more of you're about to leave. We kind of have a toxic relationship at times. So I don't know if it'll work Mm -hmm. long distance. Um, so yeah. But anyway, guess what? We got a black little mermaid, y'all. You wild for that. Wait a minute. How am I wild? <laughs> we got a black mermaid, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just how you how you rolled into it with Oh, sorry. So humorous. Disney has uh released information letting us know that Haley Bailey or Halle Bailey. I'm not quite sure the correct pronunciation uh, will be starring in its live action uh, remake of the little mermaid and people are up in arms about this. Uh, first off, Ma, did you hear about this prior to me um, sending you the show notes and how did, how did you feel? What was your response? No, no, it was when when I got the show notes, I was like, huh, all right, then, whatever. It's just a cartoon. Right. Like, all this shit is made up. It, all this shit is make-believe. Was there any happiness or excitement at the fact that we had one to play such an iconic role? Um, I, no, I didn't think that much into it Um, because I don't, I don't look at those things as though they should to be such anomalies uh i was accepting because i was like oh diversity in a diverse world what do you know right and like it's not like it's not like it's a historical film and they miscast the characters gotcha now i was i'm i'm happy for the young lady because i watch her in a show called grownish with a yar shahidi it's a spinoff of uh, Blackish, and she does pretty well. And she's also an amazing singer. So just from her vocals, I think you know it was a good pick. Could there have been somebody better? Maybe, whatever. But point being, I think she can do the role justice. Of course, yeah. 
you have white walkers out there who are up in mm-hmm. arms about this. And yeah. some already saying they're going to boycott it. Well, my child was looking forward to being able to see this and now they won't be able to see representation on screen and yada, 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 yada. I'm like, welcome to my world. Well, show them the original. Right, Boom. exactly. And like the picture that uh, Brandon posted in the group when he said, I guess casting all those white people as the princes of Egypt uh, finally caught up to you. <laughs> and so... Exactly. Bro, it's like, come on, bro. Ready? And so... And so I'm gonna just go ahead and get into the nitty gritty. I am in a private group on Facebook with some friends I met from Con of Thrones. And one of the guys, black guy in the group, tweeted a, a post from some, or posted a post from somebody that said, person, it's stupid to have a black girl play a mermaid. Me, why? person i've never seen a black mermaid me excuse me but i've never seen any (laughs) fucking mermaid person uh (laughs) how's she gonna get red hair me how is she gonna turn half fish person cgi (laughs) me leave me alone so Little hair dye. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but if I'm not mistaken, her dreads are dyed red. So me, me just shooting the shit. Oh, man. Me just shooting the shit. Me being me. Huh. I said I was the first person to post. I said, serious question. How would black people feel if they got Tom Hardy to play Shaft in a remake? Me shooting the shit. A hundred and twenty-five replies later, the shit went down. All right. Now, one of the first responses was from the guy who actually made the post. His his dude named Randy. He said, "Shaft is a cultural movie to me, just like how Milan is. Everything about the Little Mermaid is fiction. Now, if they tried to remake something mm-hmm. cultural." And switched up the race or color or whatever. Then I'm with your point. I said, hey, totally makes sense. I'm with you on that. Just asking a question. One dude come on says, uh, yeah, fuck white people's feelings. Now, there's a white dude that comes on here. And he's pretty much was the shit starter in it. He said, I agree with Philip. Instead of making a Danish folktale into a black one, make a great black original. Hope that answers your question in response to somebody else. Oh, because I also said earlier, um, I'd much rather have our own content instead of being a substitute in a remake. Just like, you know, having Black yeah. Panther or Blade or whatever the case. And shit, shit got out of hand. Um yeah as it tends to do and you know the dude on here later on was talking about um sounds like a in response to something somebody said earlier sounds like an answer from someone seeking power power rather than equality 
And you know what? Blah, 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 blah. Not going to put the person's name. More and more people are noticing the game being played. Now he on that MAGA shit. And it just, it this shit went on and on. <laughs> and this was on the 4th. So I'm at a cookout trying to hang out with fam, have a good time, yada, yada, yada. And you got white folks on there apologizing for other white people. You got a, uh Israeli chick on there that says, you know what really... I know a, a really well-known book where the main characters was whitewashed instead of looking like me and my cousins. Just saying. And they had a picture of white Jesus. I was like, well played. Well played. So mm-hmm. it's it it amazes Again, me. Like they like they they like how they um how they so quickly forget. And by they, I mean that, whatever that select number is, not all, but it baffles me how a select few fail to, um, I don't know, see their, see the imbalance in it all. Right. It's like, wait, so for the last, I'm just going to give a round number of 100 years. For the last 100 years, you have been miscasting uh, historical movies, but yet right. now in a fictional movie, people want to be upset. Right. Get the fuck out of here. I wonder were people mad when they had black voices play um, Simba and Nyla or whatever her name is. Because I don't remember any outrage about that. But I guess because they're playing animals, it doesn't matter. Um, but but yeah, like you said, I mean... I suppose. It, people don't pay attention to shit until it happens to them. And they felt like the Little Mermaid was theirs. And now it's like, oh, do you, you see how we feel now? Are you going to speak out the next time there's an imbalance on our side that we've been used to or are you not even going to realize it you're so mm-hmm. used to being in your own fucking bubble that you don't realize hey it's wrong for cops to kill black kids and get off scot-free it's wrong for hollywood to make all their money off the black dollar but not have any representation you can go an entire yeah. movie without seeing a black person in it. In New York or LA. How does that happen? Not even in the workforce. Not even not even the male guy walking around mm-hmm. the office. But yeah. Black Panther it only has one white guy that's an issue. Now we have the little mermaid that's gonna be black. There's an issue. There was a guy that posted something on Twitter. It was like, uh, well, y'all was praying to have a villain. God wanted y'all to have a hero. Because apparently people were thinking that Ursula was going to be black. But come to find out, it's uh, the McCarthy chick, heavyset chick from uh, ah, yeah, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa now, McCarthy. Now, yeah. 
Jenny McCarthy's cousin. Correct. Correct. You know, she posed nude in uh, Playboy. Yes. Yeah. Heavy. That's all I'm going to say is yes. Heavy. 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 <laughs> um, who's the crab in uh, The Little Mermaid? Oh, under the sea. The, Sebastian. Oh, shit. Is it Sebastian? Se- Sebastian. I ho- yeah, Sebastian I- is his name. I hope they do have a a black person play him, because it would sound awkward as hell with a white guy doing a Caribbean accent. But Samuel Wright, Samuel the Wright original. was the name. Gotcha. Yeah. Now speaking speaking of older movies getting remakes, uh, Space Jam Two, LeBron James will be starring. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis has been casted as well as uh, Clay Thompson. And you also have a few um, WNBA stars, the uh, Abumwage sisters, uh, shout out to our Nigerian family, um, will be in it as well as, I believe, Diana Taurasi will be in it. I saw Space Jam. I enjoyed Space Jam. I wasn't a big basketball fan, so I don't. I'm indifferent to it coming out. Do you have any thoughts about it, and especially with LeBron James doing it? No, that 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 makes sense. That makes sense, man. Like, uh, you know, he is the MJ of this era, and I say that to say that that he's the one the kids are looking to be like. Right, for, he's the, the biggest uh, name. To imitate exactly, exactly. I feel like Not necessarily that he, you know, got six rings. I feel like this this movie is a few years late, though. Yes, it is. But as as we've seen with the if with Hollywood as of late, they like to do a lot of reboots, unnecessary reboots, unnecessary uh, sequels, <clears throat> and therefore. Uh, Late sequels are a part of that. Like if this had been, you know, Miami Heat time frame. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think that shit really would have been popular because. Man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because it, it, he was really the buzz. Like, even though he's still fairly young, he's on the on the down slope of right. his career now. But I guess so was Jordan if I'm thinking about it. No, no. This was this was before he won his third this was in between the three P. The second three P. This is why I need a producer for the show. Let me look up and see. Uh Yeah, yeah, nineteen ninety six. Ninety six is when it came out. Nineteen ninety six. All right. Yeah. Well the uh yeah, yeah, ninety six. And, um, and I guess the last championship he won was 98 with the Bulls. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, he won 96, 97, 98, uh, 91, 92, 93. Yeah, so that, okay. yeah, so <clears throat> he was, I guess, peak Jordan. 
one mm. one could yeah. say. Yeah. And and when I say downward, I, I don't necessarily mean that he is no longer victorious, but he's no longer ascending. You you have to admit. Exactly, and that's what I mean by it. It's I'm it's like you. okay, his presence is known. He's 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 peaked. Not to say that he won't be successful at the level. It's just to say that there's nowhere else for him to fucking go. Right. Um. You know, I you, was. You can't win a, a super championship. It don't exist. <laughs> I was I was on Twitter looking through some sports um, stuff and. Somebody made a post that was saying, like, did I just time travel? Because you had Child's Play, Toy Story 4, Godzilla, <laughs> and one other movie mm-hmm. playing. And mm-hmm. it was like, what year are we in? So, yeah, it, that, that shows you that the consumers are are becoming cheap to a certain extent because... They're too easy to please because if if people showed that they were tired of recycling content with their dollars and cents instead of their tweets, people would have more original content out there. And I'm just glad that with this new wave of being able to do media, we'll see some original content, maybe not on a big screen, but, um, you know, People can cook up some shit on YouTube like nobody's business. So um, I'm interested in seeing um, where that goes. Um, Moving on. Got a question. Have you noticed... Do you feel as though the teenage life is being portrayed differently than the years when we grew up. Most definitely. In, in, in movies and in film. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's one of those um, dangerous um Dangerous things. However realistic it may be now, um, I think it's also kind of strange that it's during this time period when uh, there's such an active uh, I don't want to say Me Too movement, but just I don't know. uh, uh, Sensitive is the wrong word, but that's what I'm going to run with. An awareness. It's a sensitive time, and for okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah, like it's it's one of those things. Like, why would they depict? You know, why would they be so explicit with it now? Um, and also, this is the same time period when people are offended so much easier than they were at one time. I'm, it's one of those. I'm I'm so over that being offended bullshit, man. And this ain't me trying to be like, oh. PC, blah, blah, blah. Like, I do think there is some political correctness. I do think there should be decorum. I do think there should be some respect. But there's a difference between somebody pushing you and shoving you 
and then tripping and bumping into you on accident. Yeah, you need to judge sure. the person's intent, not how you responded to it. You know, I feel like there's a lot of times where stuff is said or stuff is done and the people's intentions are not in the wrong place, but the wrong the wrong person is offended and it's the wrong time and shit flies off the handle. But I asked you that question about how teens are portrayed because I started watching this show on HBO called Euphoria. And Zendaya is one of the stars of it. Have you have you seen it? No, I, I it's funny as I was scrolling over it, you jumped in the back of my uh, my head saying you need to check Euphoria out. But I knew I was about to go to sleep and I was like, I ain't gonna watch that right now because I'm about to Gotcha. So, so yeah. Without spoiling it, we have obviously we got the LGBTQ community being represented, which I'm not saying they shouldn't. Um but and he's like, not saying that that's all the letters that are represented. If okay, real quick side note, I watched I watched something on Vice and I think <laughs> you I think it's now LGBTQA plus. I think it is respectful to put It's not IA. I didn't hear them say I. They could have, but I know they said A plus. So We'll just okay. go with LGBTQIA. You know, L through. Mm hmm. Yep. That. I don't know what I. You know, Nick told me it's wrong for me to be like uh, alphabet. Uh, uh, I just don't want to exclude nobody. <laughs> I don't. So, like, right. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that it's inclusive. And in and, and, and those moments when I'm trying to refer to the all encompassing group, I'm seriously doing it, trying to do it in a way to where I'm like, I, because I believe that everyone should be included. Alphabet. Boom. I can't miss nobody if I just say alphabet. I got everybody in there. But that also. Even for the future. But it could also be perceived as being dismissive. Uh, Yes, it could also be seen as all lives. I know, I know. But, okay. So hard to be politically correct out here these days. Man, listen. So we're going to circle back to the original conversation about Euphoria, but I want to touch on this really yeah. quick. Um, I was watching a, a a panel on Vice, and it was um, a group of LGBTQIA plus individuals talking about politics or whatever the case was. And the curator... When they first came on, they were like, my name is so-and-so. My pronouns are um, she, her, she and her. Yeah. Yeah, those are the only pronouns for female. So she and her. And I want to make this a safe space, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And so some people were going around like, my name is blah, blah, blah. My pronouns are he, him, and he. Some were like, my pronouns are they and there. And the first time I heard it, I was like, I'm mm-hmm. glad I haven't encountered somebody that introduces themselves and tell me what their pronouns are. Is it they? Just in general. <laughs> but they specifically caught me off guard because one of the guys that was there, he 
he identifies as non-binary, which makes no sense to me because I haven't researched it. So I am ignorant. But he identifies as non-binary. Yeah, non, non. We are binary. We are binary. We're cisgender, like male and female. Yes. That's binary. Binary gotcha. being two. So yes. he's gender fluid, and, and that's the same thing as binary. Yeah, bi binary is male, female because it is two. Gotcha. So, but there, his pronouns were he, and that's why I'm saying he. Trying to be respectful. Uh, but then there was another yeah. person, their pronouns were they and their. You first look, it's like, uh, that could be an ugly female. Come to find out they are technically transgendered, but they identify as non-binary. What was that noise? That was my stomach. But I don't, I don't get it. You need something to eat. Well, no, we had baked beans at work the other day, and so they, they catching up on me. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was they're, just they're in there brewing. I see. It 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 was it, it was an interesting conversation. To look at because it was talking about politics and the representation of that community in politics, and so you had some gay members of that community who were Trump supporters and yada, yada, yada. And even within the community, there's like a, yeah. I don't know what the fuck all these letters are about. Like, I I don't, okay, this is too much. So I can understand how it's just, a it's on, but it's only too much because it doesn't affect you. No, these, these, there were no heterosexual people on this panel. And that's what I'm saying. It's oh, you're saying that someone else said it's too much, or are you saying yeah, you said it was too much? Someone on the panel said it was too much. Ah, it's too much light. It's too much light. So um, it made me feel German, better. So I apologize, by the way. It, um, it made me feel better for kind of feeling the same way <laughs> because they said it. So I guess it's okay. Uh, no, <laughs> this is this is gonna end up being like like nigga. Yeah. Uh, uh, nope, <laughs> don't do that. Right. Don't do that to yourself, please. But yeah. Do not do that to yourself. But yeah, but but getting back on track, man. Oh man, to euphoria. So, but anyway, so you got members of the LGBTQ community, you have a transgender person on the show and they did a, <clears throat> it was pretty cool how they let you know they was transgender. Um, and then you got some interracial dating and of course a bunch of sex and, oh no, a bunch of sex, a bunch of drugs <laughs> and a bunch of alcohol. And I was just like, I don't Well, it is a euphoria. Right. Um, yeah, and a lot of drug use too. But in my head, I'm thinking, I never had this experience as a as a kid, so this is awkward. And I know these kids are in like L.A., mm. so maybe it'd be a little bit different. But 
I don't know. It's just it's just awkward to see that because coming up watching American Pie, for me that was more of a reality. This right here is like high schoolers living the life of young adults, basically. I feel the I feel the innocence in teenage. Yeah, like um, I think. Uh, I think it's um. Uh, I don't know the correct word, but uh, oh yeah, yes, I do. I think it's irresponsible for us to gauge innocence of uh, children today versus when we quote unquote grew up. Yeah, knowing damn well we grew up in a in a city with population less than five thousand. Correct. The most you was gonna get is some liquor, if that. And some for weed. you know, for the for the typical for the typical person. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh like uh, it's not to say that you couldn't find other stuff, but it wasn't as accessible. And you know, I think there were different uh or or was it street rules then too, you know what I'm saying? Like Or was it because What you mean? I I didn't hang out on James Street until my senior year when I was with Jermaine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Had yeah. I grew up being around James mm-hmm. Street in certain areas, maybe you I would have been exposed to certain things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? P usually got somebody dough kicked in. <laughs> hey, they done they done kicked it in a couple of times. You laughing. <laughs> Look, hey, you laughing, but mm, mm, mm. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, oh, he could have he could have did that another way. Well, I, oh man. I'm not live streaming, so oh. I can always <laughs> Ah yes, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, good, good job. <laughs> Woo! Timestamp 33 <laughs> In my head, this shit was live. I was like, oh <laughs> I was like, oh Lord. Yeah, I had to go back and Somebody beat. Told you got kicked in. I had to go back and beat some stuff out from the last podcast. Uh, oh, I'm pro- glad I don't remember. Just to protect the innocent. You know. But uh but yeah, man, like uh it's one of those things where um I don't think it was as accessible. Like mm-hmm. in abundance. Like let's say if we were in uh making or savannah like in those in places like that you you get introduced to the game early early i'm surprised you didn't say atlanta well i did that intentionally okay i'm trying to bring i'm I'm tired of motherfuckers thinking atlanta the only motherfucking city in georgia i'm tired of that shit but here's the thing though they say atlanta is all encompassing when Atlanta is really only Fulton County. Is that correct? Man, Atlanta is so small. Yeah, Atlanta Atlanta is so small, but because the cities surrounding it are are um considered the Atlanta metro area. Mm-hmm. Where are you really from? What is your zip code? Because that's what it come down to. It's a lot of motherfuckers claiming Atlanta that ain't from Atlanta. 
No, motherfucker, you in a whole nother county. How? 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm How? from Atlanta. What high, what high school you go to? Um, Spaw Nakana High School. Bitch, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I was like, bitch, you from Griffin. <laughs> yeah, I it, it still take you 20 minutes to get to the airport. You are not in Atlanta. Right. Stop it. Please, right. stop. Stop. Yeah, I just... <clears throat> I don't okay, know, Your property tax is too cheap for you to be in Atlanta. You know, but 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 that's a good point because we had a different childhood growing up. But but I will say there's a difference in the depiction of it. Like, there always was the, the house party while the parents were gone. You know, I think that is kind of like a stereotypical trope for movies. Um, but I just think there's a lot more, uh, unadulterated, raw, real shit that's going on. Like you're seeing shit with these so-called high school house parties that you would expect to see at a frat party. And I'm just like, whoa. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, shit. Go ahead. I was gonna say, per um, per young lady that, that I know who went to private school all her life, hmm. they party started going down in in junior high. I'm talking about daiquiri machines, co-ed sleepovers. You know what? I just want to say a special thank you to um, Lena Hosley. Uh, Joan Whitehead, Melissa Bentley, and Alice Thomas, because Wilma. and Wilma Bird and, and the I love Miss Bird by the way, uh, for giving us the childhood that we had. It made Grambling mean so much more. The experiences I had. <laughs> Because I wasn't tainted prior to college, <laughs> made me enjoy shit so much more. Yes. So much more. It made you go hard in pain. Okay, okay. Let's be let's be fair. Did we really party that hard? At Grammar, no. Okay. Like I've. I've never been to a club in Louisiana. <laughs> Nigga, I went to a club the first not one week time. I was there. well, not the first week, but like within before school started, messing around with uh AJ. Yeah, like to the end zone one time. They got the they got the shooting, and we got the. <laughs> they got buzzed. Yeah. Wow, wow. Like uh, you talking about? Arthur Chipman? Yeah. He he started talking to this chick who was Lord off Jesus. campus and I was cool with her sister because he was talking to her and she was like, Y'all come to the club with me, man, whatever. It's on me. So we got in and we was we was chilling. We were vibing. Cause it was at them apartments that Lizette stayed in. Across the street from the um goddamn from the uh, old stadium, from the track. And so that's how I ended up going to a club. Old and I went, to a, I went to a Roy G party one time. And that was... 
different. I'm talking about in the middle of nowhere, no street lights. Like we was, we was like, imagine going down 83 and then taking a right or a left and just going down a road for about two, three miles in the woods. And yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was different. But yeah, but college, man, like, you know, the drinking, the herbal essence, you know, hanging out with the women, you know, sleeping over or whatever, or not getting back to my dorm room till two o'clock, three o'clock, whatever in the morning. Like, that shit mean more because I didn't get to do shit like that in high school. And I was, in my mind, able to do it at a time where I was actually more responsible to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like had I done some of that stuff when I was younger, I, I obviously wouldn't have been responsible enough to not do something stupid. Or I feel like I wouldn't have. I'm not saying all kids are like yeah. that because everybody grows up differently, but I feel like I would have made some mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I was, I'm very precautious, but throwing yourself into a whirlwind like that, mm. I don't know. Not so much. So I hope that I hope yeah, that I heard about them parties, man. Yeah, I, I I hope that my child is able to get the best of both worlds, man. Kind of be a little protected and sheltered, but still know how to live within the world that he's in and enjoy it to yeah. its fullest. I'm sure he will. Speaking of I'm parents, sure will, man. like uh, there if was you a, said something you broke up, so I ain't hear. No, you got. I said speaking of parents, there was a conversation that was had at work. <clears throat> it was talking about uh, Kamala Harris. Um, she's the senator from California who is running for the Democratic nomination for the mm-hmm. uh, twenty twenty elections. And a co-worker and I was saying that I wasn't I wasn't necessarily a fan of her. He wasn't necessarily a fan of her. He had an issue with her truancy program, which is basically saying where once your child misses so many days of school, um, you know, the the parent could be arrested or whatever the case was. He took issue with it. I said, well, I may not necessarily agree with them being arrested. But I do think they play a role <clears throat> in making sure that kid gets to school. And he was like, no. I said, what? So, really quick. This is the issue when you take a hard line, black or white, yes or no, side on certain conversations. Because everything is not going to be as cut and, dry, uh, cut and dry. There's a gray area. Um, but yeah. where do you stand on the parents' responsibility, regardless of how many jobs they're working, regardless of what the home life situation is? What amount, if at all, of responsibility do you put on the parents to make sure their child gets to school? Like, mine is a little tainted. You know, being being child of an educator, but uh, and I also I think, preface I our think conversation the only should be on the parent. It should not. 
Yeah, like uh, man, if if not the parent, if if there's no onus on the parent, then who the fuck is the onus on? Like a child, a child only knows you know knows to do so much. So uh, they only know what they've been taught or the examples that have, have been put before them. So for for this particular situation, I think it's it's vital that onus be put on the adult, the um, the guardian of said child. Like um, his point uh, was that a lot a lot of the situation, a lot of the issues affected people who were in you know lower income, socioeconomic status, whatever, whatever. It was like well. You got a parent they got to leave before they child leave for school. All they know is, okay, I gave them breakfast. They supposed to be at the bus stop. It was plenty of times. This is what he's saying. I would go to school. My brother would go like he going to school and just leave. How are my parents supposed to know about that? I said, well, okay. But with the truancy program, after a certain point, the teachers are going to reach out to the parent. And if the parent, oh, I give you that. The parent may not know about the first 10, but once they're made once they're aware of it, they got to figure something out because you can't expect for the parent, excuse me, yeah. you can't expect for the teachers to care more about the students than the parents are caring about them. And, you exactly. know, he, exactly. he, he kind of tried to swing it and say it's more on the school system. And I said straight up, my mom's a teacher. My wife's a teacher. I get it. I get a different um, perspective on stuff like this. And, I don't agree. I, I just I just don't agree, um, because he tried to play the whole well. These teachers don't care about the kids, yada yada yada. And I'm sure that is the case for some of them. And you can't use the excuse about teachers not getting paid good, you know, for why they mistreat kids sometimes. Like, if your heart ain't in it, you don't need to be in it. But at the same time, as a as a teacher, excuse me, as a parent, it's your job to make sure that child has everything they need to be successful when they're getting to school, no matter what your situation is. If you're, if you're willing to work two jobs to put food on the table for your child, then I'm pretty sure you'll be willing to sacrifice the extra 30 minutes of sleep to make sure your child gets their homework done, to make sure you go to PTA meetings. If you can, depending on your job situation or whatever the case is working two jobs Mm -hmm. ain't easy. So if you're willing to make that sacrifice, you should be willing to make other sacrifices to make sure make sure your child is taken care of. Most definitely. You know, and most definitely, like, uh, <clears throat> and I think that's 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 a part of being a parent is to make sure that your child doesn't just grow up; that your child is raised. Hey, I like that. I like that a lot. I think I think my biggest thing is like people people try to deflect sometimes and try to put the onus on other people and we got to do better with just accepting your role and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times like just it just be random shit, you know what I'm saying? Like at work, you'll see somebody like, oh well, I thought you was gonna do it. I thought you was gonna do it. Well, shit, somebody gotta do it. 
You know what I'm saying? If I had stepped up and done it, then why not either acknowledge yeah. it or take care of it yourself? You know, like we have potlucks at work sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's always the same three or four people left cleaning up and stuff. And I'm like, wait a minute. Come on now. Come on now. Let's 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 get let's get this done. So now it's like if don't nobody want to step up and do their part to make whatever situation but I'm like, okay, cool. Y'all gonna do this, y'all gonna do this, and y'all gonna do that. And just and 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 just leave it there. Cause some gotta give, cause if we just keep on saying, Oh well, it's the teacher responsibility, yada yada yada. Okay, yeah. cool. So what happens during the summertime when your child ain't picked up a book, ain't done no fucking math questions, hadn't had done anything, and when they go back to school, going into the fifth, sixth grade, whatever, whatever, they're wasting too much trying to relearn shit from last year when it's supposed to be on to the next mm-hmm. one. Yep. So how do how do we make it better? Like yeah, how, how, how do you think we can bridge the gap between parents and teachers and not letting people look at the teachers as glorified babysitters? Babysitters. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one before before we can hold the teachers accountable, we have to be able to hold the foundation for those children uh, accountable. And their foundation being the home, the parents, the guardians, you know what I'm saying? Whomever the the uh, supervising adult is in that household, um, they first have to be held accountable. But with that, you have to take into consideration, you know, the whole picture, you know, like uh, like you said earlier, their work schedule, their, their need to maintain their work schedule. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things are part of what could be the issue. Mm-hmm like it's um until we hold parents accountable and assure that the adults in their lives want to be parents there's there's nothing really that you can do you know what i'm saying like that's that's one of the that's one of the things um i think a lot of times let me not say a lot of times i think that there are times when Yes, you may have a child, but you don't want to parent. Well, give somebody who wants to parent the opportunity. You know, <laughs> yeah. Step aside. Don't don't just hold that don't hold that uh that parking spot, and you ain't going in that store. You know what I'm saying? More like, like it's, tax return. It's, uh, it seems fairly simple to me from the conversation. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it. Don't do it for any reason other than to raise a child to be, you know, a step further than you were, you know, a uh, one mistake less than you had, you know what I'm saying? You, you're doing it for the improvement of, of your bloodline of mankind. You're doing it for the improvement of all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the, that's the hope or, or at least that's what I assume when someone, when someone is, has decided to be a parent they are looking to provide their child with the wisdom and support in order to get further than they did that's a part of 
like uh, not to go too too deep, but I think that's a part of your living living eternally. Mm. That eternal life thing is your offspring. Oh, it's yeah. either your, it's like your offspring or the knowledge and information that you can provide to another child. You know what I'm saying? Because all of, like uh, all of us won't have won't uh, possess the ability to create in the quote unquote natural way. So for for those children that you can have a positive impact on, that you can move forward, that you can help them progress, that is a part of you. That that's your that's your input for the community. However you however you gonna make that happen, you know what I'm saying? Like that's I think that's everyone's priority one uh purpose is to further us along, not set us back. And by us, that can be within the community, that can be as a whole. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know we don't always um uh look at it from a big picture, but even even smaller communities make up make up a larger a larger community. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're from Blunt Hill or Union Hill don't mean you ain't from site. Right. And and I like that 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 part about eternal life as far as the the data download or upload to the cloud. Um, you know, it's like whoever invented math, whatever that brown person's name was, we forgot it. But basic math is going to live on forever. Like, there's never going to be a world where math doesn't matter, where math is not a foundation of, of what we need. And that person's legacy may not know their name, may not know uh, their favorite dish or their favorite color, but that person's legacy is going to live on. For and ever and ever. Henceforth, now and forever. But, but yeah. yeah. That's, if I'm not mistaken, that's pretty much all our topics, man. You had anything on your mind you wanted to hit on? Oh, no. Nothing, nothing too crazy, man. Uh, I heard, uh, I heard Kawhi, uh, going to LA. Make sure you specify. He going to the Clippers. He signed with the Clippers overnight. He's going to the Clippers, and the Clippers are going to trade. Oh, he did? Yeah, the Clippers are trading for Paul George. So him and Paul George are going. Wow. Yeah, and what's funny. And what's funny is that Paul George (laughs) just signed a big deal with OKC. And was saying he had unfinished business. But now he's going to LA. And it's funny, both guys wanted to play in their home of LA and didn't want to play with LeBron. So, yes. That shit ain't funny. That's realistic. No, no, I'm with you. That that says a lot. LeBron can be a bit much mm-hmm. at times. All due respect. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't take away from his ability. But, you know, there's there are other things outside of being able to put their ball to the court. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
So Kingston started karate, and this is going to be very interesting. <clears throat> I'm end up knocking him out because he he's he doesn't realize that karate can be practiced at home, but it's not to be used against your parents. <laughs> and he's, have, he's having a hard time understanding that, and I don't want to. Yeah, it's gonna be an issue. Uh, I have, I have LASIK or PRK surgery on my right eye this Thursday, so please, uh, I'm soliciting all positive vibes for everybody out there listening. So probably won't have a podcast next weekend, depending on how that situation goes. Um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much it. Hey, say something positive to the people. Oh, I got I'm a, you, uh, shout out to my mama. Hey, y'all. This ain't no dress rehearsal. You only get one of these. Say that. Leave it to your best ability. Right. Soon to be Dr. Whitehead. Yeah, correct. Um, correct. Excuses are tools for the incompetent. <laughs> Just Google that. <laughs> Those who use those tools are masters of nothing. It, hey, they build monuments of nothingness. And bridges to nowhere is actually a piece in there. Yeah, they're they're, uh-huh. they're, they're, yep. they're different variations of it, but uh, the one I saw was like excuses are tools of the incompetent that build bridges to nowhere and monuments of nothingness, and those who excel in them seldomly excel in anything else. Uh, so I'm definitely going to use it at our next uh, quarterly meeting. I always have to do a presentation for the advisory council on what we did this past quarter and what we got coming up. So, um, yeah, I always try to leave them with some parting words and that will be my, those will be my parting words for them. And I hope they receive it in its abundance. With that being said, uh, can I get that good old chill mm-hmm. so we can close it out? 